chickadees i hope you are all having a wonderful day and that listening to this story will help you have an even better day um today we are going to talk about some stories from the book of scripture called the acts of the apostles so now that christ has been resurrected and has gone back up into heaven um peter and james and john have formed the first presidency of Jesus's church on the earth. Um, So Peter is kind of like the prophet on the earth. So you know how today we have President Nelson and President Oaks and President Eyring, and they form the presidency of the church. Well, in this time, after Jesus went back up into heaven, it was Peter and James and John. So... Here we go. I'll start with just a little refresher of what happened at the end of our last story. So after Jesus was resurrected and before he went back up into heaven, he spent his time teaching his 11 apostles and other disciples, if you can remember. Once while he was teaching them, he commanded them to go to Jerusalem and not to leave, but to stay there and wait until they had been given the gift of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, John the Baptist baptized you all with water, but soon you will be baptized with the Holy Ghost. At one time when they were all gathered together, his disciples asked him if he was going to restore the kingdom of Israel on the earth, which is what some of them had expected him to do before he died. And now they were curious if he was going to do it after his resurrection. But Jesus said, Oh, that knowledge is not for you to know. It will happen when Heavenly Father decides it will happen, and He will make it happen with His priesthood power. But just wait. You will receive power yourselves too after you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You will be witnesses of me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria too, even though traditional Jews don't like the Samaritans. Well, these were a few conversations that Christ had with His disciples, and then He went back up into heaven. So instead of going fishing like they had in Galilee before, the apostles gathered together in Jerusalem with some of Christ's disciples. There were 11 apostles there, and I will tell you their names in case you forgot. There was Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and Peter's brother, Andrew. And there was Philip and Thomas and Bartholomew and Matthew and another James, and his brother Judas, who was not the same Judas who betrayed Christ. And there was one named Simon, and that made eleven apostles in total. Well, once they were all gathered together with all of the men and women who were disciples of Christ, including Jesus' own mother, Mary, 
they began to pray to Heavenly Father for inspiration. And at one point during one of their meetings, Peter stood up in the middle of them. There were about 120 people there. And Peter said, Hello, everyone. Do you all remember that many years ago, the great King David wrote scriptures about our fellow apostle Judas, who chose to betray Christ and then kill himself? Well, David's prophecies have been fulfilled. And the scripture also said, Let his bishopric take another. And so I think it's time that we fill Judas's spot in our quorum of apostles with another of Christ's disciples. Now, here with us today are some men who have been with us all from the beginning of Jesus's ministry, back when Jesus was baptized, all the way to the day that Jesus went back up into heaven after his resurrection. Two of these men were named Joseph and Matthias. The group of disciples there prayed and said, You, Lord, know the hearts of all men, so please show us which of these two men you have chosen to be one of your chosen apostles to take the place of Judas. After they prayed, everyone gave their lot or voted, and da-da-da-da, Matthias was chosen. He was now the twelfth apostle. A few days passed, and the day of the Pentecost came. The Pentecost was a feast day that came 50 days after the feast of the Passover. And so it was about 9 to 10 days after Christ had gone back up into heaven. And at this feast, everyone celebrated harvest time. It was a pilgrimage festival, which means that all of the men of the covenant were supposed to travel to Jerusalem to present themselves at the temple. And so men from all over the country and beyond traveled and gathered there together. Since they were from so many different places, a lot of them spoke different languages. Well, it was at this feast that all of the apostles and disciples were gathered together in one place. And all of a sudden, they heard a loud, loud sound from heaven that sounded like the great rushing of a mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were all gathered. Do you have any idea what was happening? Heavenly Father was giving them all the gift of the Holy Ghost. They were all filled with the Spirit, and to them it looked like they had all been given tongues of fire. They had actually been given the gift of tongues, which means that they were able to speak in different languages and understand different languages. It was a miracle. When word of what was happening got out, the many righteous saints who had traveled from all over gathered to this area, and they were all shocked that they could hear their own language being spoken. They were amazed and all wondered, Wait a minute, aren't these men speaking from Galilee? How do they know how to speak our language? What in the world is happening? Some men there said, Oh, just ignore them. They're all drunk. But Peter stood up with the other 11 apostles and said loudly, Everyone here, please listen to me. We are not drunk. We are actually fulfilling scripture that was written by the prophet Joel. And he said that in these days, God would pour his spirit out on his children. And your daughters would prophesy. And your young men would see visions. And your old men would dream special dreams. The Lord will show special heavenly wonders and signs here on earth before Jesus Christ comes to the earth the second time. Whoever trusts in the Lord and calls on his name will be saved. 
And then Peter taught everyone there about Christ. He said, Jesus, the man from Nazareth, who you saw going about doing many mighty miracles and wonders, was delivered up to death by you wicked guys. By your wicked hands, he was crucified. But thankfully, God resurrected him, and he has loosened the pains of death. Do you remember that King David once spoke of the Lord and said, I always saw my Lord, and my heart rejoiced, and my tongue was glad, and my whole body will rest in hope, because the Lord will not leave my soul in hell. Then Peter said loudly, Everyone, let me tell you something. King David is obviously dead, and his body is buried in a sepulcher. He was a prophet, and he knew that God had promised him that Jesus Christ would be one of his descendants. But he knew, even before Jesus Christ was born, that his own soul could rest and that he would be resurrected because of what Jesus Christ had done here on earth. And we here are witnesses that Jesus Christ indeed was resurrected and was given power and glory from God. He promised to give us the gift of the Holy Ghost, and you are all here now seeing it happen. That's why you can hear us speaking in your very own languages. So now we are telling you that God has made Jesus, who you guys crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now, when everyone here heard Peter's words, they felt pricked in their hearts. Do you know what that means? It means that they felt guilty for what they did to Jesus. Their hearts felt like they had done something wrong. Have you ever felt pricked in your heart about something you did that you knew was wrong? I know I have. And that's how these people felt. So they said to the apostles, Oh, we know we did something wrong in crucifying Christ. So what should we do now? Can you guess what Peter asked them to do? It was what John the Baptist had asked everyone to do, and what Jesus asked everyone to do, and what our prophet, President Nelson, today is asking us to do. Peter said, Repent! And be baptized in Jesus Christ's name so that your sins can be remitted or taken away. And then you can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a gift that Heavenly Father promises to whoever will repent and make covenants with him. Peter taught them many more important things. And there were 3,000 people there who heard his words who chose to be baptized. That is so many people. After they were baptized, they continued to listen to and follow the 12 apostles. And they held sacrament meetings and prayed often. And they all respected God and watched the many miracles that the apostles performed. Their hearts were softened and they chose to humble themselves. And they sold their possessions and goods and gave money and food and clothing to those in need. They spent a lot of time in the temple and were so glad to worship together as they praised God. And each day, even more people chose to be baptized as they learned about Jesus. Now, in that description of how the saints acted, did you hear anything similar to the way that we worship in the Church of Jesus Christ today? 
Now, the apostle Peter, the apostles Peter and John decided to go to the temple to pray. There was a 40-year-old man who sat at the temple gates each day, asking the people going in and out from the temple for money. You see, he had been born lame, and he couldn't walk, and he couldn't make money for himself. So he relied on the kindness of the people who gave him money to survive. When he saw Peter and John walking into the temple, he looked down and asked them for money. As Peter and John looked at him, they said, Hey, will you look at us? He looked up, hoping that they were about to give him some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold to give you, but I do have something else that I would love to give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. Then Peter grabbed the man by the right hand and helped him stand up. And immediately the man's feet and ankle bones became strong. He leaped to his feet and walked around and walked with them into the temple, walking and leaping and dancing and praising God for the miracle that Peter had just performed using priesthood power. Everyone in the temple saw the man walking around, praising God, and they knew that it was the same man who usually sat at the temple gates, asking them for money. They were amazed and wondered at what had happened to him, so they gathered around a temple porch to listen to Peter and John. When Peter saw everyone gathering, he asked them, Why are you guys so amazed? Why are you looking at us as though we performed this miracle by our own power or our own holiness? Let me teach you something. The God of our fathers gave his son, Jesus Christ, power and glory. It was this same Jesus Christ that you guys delivered up to be crucified. You denied the Holy One and would not listen when Pilate wanted to release him. Instead, you wanted a murderer to be released. You killed the Prince of Life, who God raised from the dead. We are witnesses of this, for we have seen the risen Lord. And our faith in this man's faith in Jesus' name has healed this man who once was lame. Now, I believe that you and the Jewish leaders killed Jesus because of your ignorance. You didn't fully understand what you were doing, but everything that was prophesied by the prophets of old about Christ really happened. So, instead of continuing on in ignorance and misunderstanding, please repent and be converted by turning your hearts to the Lord so that your sins can be blotted out before Christ comes a second time. Even the prophet Moses prophesied of Christ and said that whoever would not listen to him would be destroyed. What he said is true, and it's the same as all the other prophets have said. And you guys are children of the prophets and have made covenants with God that our father Abraham made with him. God promised that through Abraham's posterity, everyone on the whole earth would be blessed. And you were blessed by having Jesus Christ sent to you to turn you away from your sins. Well, Peter continued preaching, and the temple priests and captain and Sadducees came to them. They were of course, upset because of the things that Peter was teaching, because they didn't want the people to believe that Christ had been resurrected. So they grabbed Peter and John and locked them up in a room until the next day. But even though they tried to stop the truth from spreading, 
there were 5,000 people who had heard Peter there who believed him. Can you believe that? That's a lot of people. Well, the next morning, all of the Jewish rulers and elders and scribes and Annas and Caiaphas and other leaders gathered together in Jerusalem to discuss what was happening. They put Peter and John in front of them and asked, By what power or in whose name have you healed the lame man? You see, they just didn't understand in the power of the priesthood and that Christ and his fellow disciples and apostles had the same power. Then Peter was filled with the Holy Ghost and said to them, Let it be known to all of you that we did this thing in the name of Jesus Christ, the same man you crucified. God raised him from the dead, and by his power was this man healed. Just like Jesus said when he was alive, he is the stone that you builders set aside. But he's actually becoming a cornerstone or the head of the building that you guys are trying to build. And you won't be saved by anyone else, for there is no other name in all of this earth or heaven that can save anyone. Now, when the Jewish leaders realized that Peter and John were just fishermen, but they were speaking these amazing words, they were amazed. When they saw the healed man standing next to them, the leaders had nothing to say at the moment. So they sent Peter, John, and the healed man away from them for just a minute, and they talked amongst themselves. They said, What should we do to these guys? The miracle they performed is known by everyone in Jerusalem, so we can't lie and say that it didn't happen. Hmm. But we also don't want the word to keep spreading among the people, so let's threaten them so that they stop speaking to others about Jesus Christ. So they called Peter and John back to them, and they said, We command you not to speak or teach in Jesus' name anymore. But Peter and John said, you can decide whether it is right or wrong for us to listen to you guys or God. We are only speaking about the things that we've seen and heard. The, th the leaders there threatened them again and then let them go because they couldn't figure out a good way to punish them since many people in Jerusalem glorified God for the miracle Peter and John had performed. Peter and John ran back to the other apostles and disciples and told them about everything that had happened. Then they all prayed to Heavenly Father together about the wicked rulers who were rising up against them. They asked Heavenly Father for strength and boldness to teach what he wanted them to and to heal others in Christ's name. As they prayed, it felt like the whole ground was shaking where they were, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke truth with boldness. And everyone there was so united in thoughts and feelings, and, this, and they felt as if they had the same heart and the same soul that was all focused on Jesus. The apostles testified powerfully of Jesus. And like I mentioned before, everyone sold their extra riches and gave the necessities to the apostles, who then divided them up between the people who needed them. Now, there was a man and a wife named Ananias and Sapphira, who were part of this group of saints. They sold some of their land, but instead of giving all of the extra money they had sold it for to the apostles, 
they decided to secretly keep some of that money for themselves. So Ananias brought part of their money and gave it to the apostles. But Peter, of course, having the Holy Ghost, knew what was going on. So he said to Ananias, Hey, why has Satan filled your heart with a temptation to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep some of the money for yourself? You must understand, you haven't lied to us, but you've lied to God. Well, when Ananias heard Peter speak these words, guess what happened? He fell down dead. Everyone else there who heard these words also became fearful, and some men picked up Ananias' body and buried it. About three hours later, Sapphira showed up. She had no idea what had happened to Ananias. And so Peter asked her, Hey, Ananias gave me this certain amount of money. Is this really all of the money you received when you sold your land? And Sapphira chose to lie as well. And she said, Yes, that's the correct amount. And then Peter said, What? How is it that you have agreed together with your husband to lie to the Lord? The men who buried your dead husband are standing at the door, and they will carry your dead body out too. And immediately, Sapphira dropped dead as well, and she was buried next to her husband. And everyone in the church who heard the story took it as a warning and were careful to be honest. Well, one later day, the apostles were teaching people wondrous things at the temple. And more and more people began to believe in their words, although the Jewish leaders did not. There were so many believers that, just like when Jesus was ministering to them, they brought all of their sick friends and family members into the streets and laid them on couches and beds in hopes that when Peter walked by, even just his shadow would fall on them and they would be healed. That is so faithful. There were also huge groups of people who lived outside of Jerusalem who brought their sick friends and families to be healed by the apostles. When the high priests saw this, they were so upset and filled with anger. Perhaps they were jealous that they did not have the same power too. So they captured the apostles and threw them into prison. But that night, one of Jesus' angels came and opened the prison door so that they could all escape. The angel said to them, Go, stand in the temple and speak all the words of the Lord. So the apostles entered the temple very early the next morning and kept teaching. When the high priests woke up, they gathered a council of other leaders together and asked the guards in the prison to bring the apostles to them. But as we know, when the officers went to the prison to to grab the apostles, they found that they were missing. They returned to the Jewish leaders and said, Um, well, the prison was guarded safely, and the guards were standing outside of the prison doors. But when we went into the prison cell, there was no one there. When the leaders heard this, they were worried that the news of the apostles' escape would spread. And then someone came to them and said, Hey, those apostles you put in prison are actually standing in the temple teaching the people. 
So the soldiers went and captured the apostles again. Without violence, of course, because they were afraid that the believers would stone them for hurting the apostles. So they brought the apostles before the council of Jewish leaders, and the high priest asked them, Didn't we threaten you and command you not to teach in Jesus' name? You have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine, and you intend to punish us for killing Jesus. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We are going to obey God instead of you. God resurrected Jesus, who you guys crucified. God exalted him to be our prince and savior, to give us repentance and forgiveness of sin. We saw these things for ourselves and witness of them, just like the Holy Ghost, which is the spirit that God gives to those who obey him. When the leaders heard these words, they were cut to the heart and knew that they were in the wrong. But instead of repenting, like the other groups of Jews who felt sorry for what they had done, they began planning ways to kill the apostles also. But one of the Pharisees in that council, whose name was Gamaliel, spoke to the other leaders and said, I would be careful about what you plan to do to these men. Do you remember the man named Theudas? He claimed to be someone important and gathered a following of 400 men. After he was killed, his followers were scattered and nothing else happened. Do you also remember the man named Judas from Galilee who also gathered a large following? After he died, all his followers were scattered also. So I would advise you guys to just leave these men alone and see what happens. If what they're doing and saying are just silly things from themselves, then nothing will come of what they are doing. But if what they are doing is really of God, then know that you can't destroy their work, because then you would be fighting against God. I think Gamaliel was very wise, don't you? The other leaders in the council agreed with him, so they called the apostles to them and beat them up and commanded them not to speak in Jesus' name. And then they released them. After the apostles left, how do you think they felt? Do you think they were scared or sad about what they experienced? Maybe they were really upset that they had been beaten up and talked to so harshly? Well, they actually rejoiced because they were worthy of suffering shame and punishment for believing in and preaching about Jesus' name. And even though they had been threatened by the Jewish leaders, they never stopped teaching and preaching Jesus Christ no matter where they were. I don't know about you guys, but I want to be just like these apostles. And that... My little chickadees is the end of our story today. So next time we're going to find out what happens to the apostles who keep preaching and teaching about Jesus. It's an interesting story. So stay tuned for the next one. Until then, have a wonderful day. Goodbye.